Happy Hump Day, Boss Babes, where on Wednesdays we wear whatever to create, conquer, and celebrate. I am here today with Carissa Jane. She is a life coach, and we just have a lot going on. I've been friends with her for, what, how long now? We were 18. So, like, almost 10 years. Yep. Oh, my God. Why does time fly? (laughs) Too fast. (laughs) So how did we meet, actually? My 18th birthday party oh, okay. through mutual friends. Do we want to talk about? <laughs> oh my God, that was such a good night. Um, so our mutual friends were like, "Hey, we know this girl, April. Can she come?" And I'm like, "Sure." So you came, and um, were we sitting down? Were we sitting at the table? I honestly couldn't tell you because one that was forever ago, and I'm sure I had a couple of uh, cocktails. Yeah, I think we were sitting at the table, and the like Little Wayne song came on. Oh God! And you like wrapped <laughs> Little Wayne's entire verse, like one of the fastest verses of him rapping, and I was like, "Yeah, he's cool." <laughs> like it just you were just like funny, but in like a good way. But that's the funniest thing. Like, that's one thing nobody ever really knows about me is the fact that, like, sometimes I have those moments where I'm like, let me just throw down a rap song. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was it was funny. And it was funny because not, like, not a lot of people are, like, open to doing that. And you're like, I know this song, I know this song. And then when his part came on, you literally wrapped the whole thing in concentration, drunk. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I can hang out with her. She's cool. It's like those first impressions. Yes. Yes, first impressions are everything. They really are, though. Absolutely. So I want to, like, kind of circle back to first impressions in a second. But, like, I want everybody to kind of know what you do. Okay. And why you actually did it. So, like, you do life coaching, but, like, what is entailed? It is pouring out right now. This is crazy. <laughs> it sounds so pretty, though. I know. If it, sh- if it, if you can hear it, then it's okay. Because we're right here. Just a little background noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how did I start, or what? Well, I guess, like, just tell everybody a little bit about like what you actually like what is life coaching and then like really what made you get into it okay so like in general life coaching could be pretty much like any kind of coaching that you need based around your life yeah so it's very like general statement when you say like I'm a life coach um what do I like niche in more around um like women like myself Mm -hmm. who has been through um certain things obstacles throughout their life definitely hills ups ups and downs that you've had to overcome and pretty much like your growth in that aspect of where you were like and now Mm -hmm. where you are now right and healing like, understanding yourself, like, just getting your stuff together in life and, like, writing down your goals, accomplishments, like, things that you want to conquer 
I mean, just anything like around that kind of area because you have to be extremely disciplined. Yeah, you definitely do yeah. in that kind of aspect. And nowadays with life moving so fast and responsibilities and all kinds of different things that people are doing, it's very hard to get yourself into a routine, a disciplined routine. Right. So all of those things that I've been doing in my life like to help women also around my age do the same thing. So what like inspired you to actually do this? Like what was the thing that was like I'm going to life coach be a life coach and help women like myself? Like what was like I guess like the tipping point for you? Like The tipping point or like the or I guess like more like the fire behind like why you wanted to do it I guess I wouldn't say tipping point sounds like a horrible <laughs> no no I mean do you mean like when I like realized that that's what I wanted to do yes okay so I I realized that I wanted to do this when I actually met um, my mentor and it was, like, really weird how we, like, came in contact, how we met. Um, but that's, like, a whole other story. But <laughs> so when I actually met her, she was not my mentor at first. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know what she did, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. And when I actually sat down with her and, you know, um, told her about what was going on in my life, she was like, you've been through so much stuff. And you have, like, a great mentality. You are very strong. Yeah. And I know that. I know that about myself, not in a cocky way, conceited way, but like a confident way that like, I know right. that I can handle certain situations. Um, and I'm very articulate. Mm -hmm. So when she kind of brought that to my attention, like there's so much you can do. There's so many ways you can help people that are going through the same thing. Right. I never looked at it like that. Like I was just like, nobody's going to want to listen to me. Nobody's. Right. You know, like the self-doubt. So yeah. it, it really was when I sat down with her and she kind of told me that like, hey, there is a thing like this. There is such a thing like this where you can help people and this is how you go about it. This is, is how you would do it. Right. You just need to hone in on like your niche and what you would want to help them with. Right. And that's kind of where I had to put in the work and had to kind of say like, okay, what have I been through? How have I healed myself? Like, what what have I done in my life to implement for positive change? Right. And how can I convert that to help people? So that's kind of where my inspiration came from, that, like, initial heart-to-heart -heart talk with her. And now, like, I, I swear I consider her my mentor. <laughs> I would consider her my mentor, too. Right. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think like it's so crazy. Like with us knowing each other, we've basically seen each other grow from like these teenage girls that would I can't even begin to explain like our lives. Yeah, reckless, like, going out, <laughs> no cares. It was just like living like the college experience mm -hmm. full force. But like now being in like a business setting, it's like a complete one eighty. Like Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you have kids too. Yeah. So it's like, 
just being able to like watch you like grow from like this teenager to like a mom it's just been so crazy and now I'm like oh my gosh like when I have kids one day like I hope I'm like as half of a mom as you are like it's there's just so much that goes into like growing same with you like when we were teenagers you know out here having fun going out to parties all of that kind of stuff and then the transition from that mindset to where you are now like organized very thorough dedicated like you have a vision in your head that you're definitely set out to accomplish and determined really like very driven well thank you you're welcome thank you i feel like all that kind of stems from and i don't know if you feel the same way but like it really stems from like the whole like all right well if you don't believe in me watch me do this right because I am a very like I know I hate to say this but I like can be such a petty person and that's where my pet like that's where I let my pettiness lie mm -hmm. like I'm not gonna be over here like keying cars and like all that stuff like I'm gonna just be sitting here I'm like all right cool like let me take a step back and like I'm just gonna put my head down and you just watch me I agree I think that too because um with the whole like podcast thing how you were challenged and then you're pretty much like challenge accepted seriously and it drove you to like really want to be like okay watch me do this like I know I can do it now like yeah. watch me do it I think like a lot of success does come from having those challenges I remember when I first started in real estate that my team lead was like we don't know anything about you and he challenged me to do a video that goes and explains about like my personality and I'm like well yeah I have like the personality sometimes of like a saltine cracker but like at the end of the day like I made this video about ba being basic right. about like okay like let's be basic this fall and like it it sucked for a little while like okay but that's not who I am anymore like yeah I'm still a basic bitch but <laughs> at the end of the day coming back into real estate and I have to like shout out to Todd Collins because he's just been like a really solid rock mm -hmm. as far as like trying to like project you to the next level. Oh, absolutely. And having that conversation of like, I, I always wanted to start a podcast, but I never really thought about like how to do it. And he's like, dude, it's so freaking easy. Just do it already. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, you're kind of like a deer in headlights of like, I, people are going to think I'm crazy. Right. But I think that's, like, where a lot of, like, the growth happens. I mean, like, and, like, even with, like, those challenges, right? Like, we said earlier, like, first impressions really do matter. And whether it's, like, your business as far as, like, your brand or if you're moving forward and doing, like, all of these other things, it's, like, that first impression of, like, who you are, it's lasting. And then that's kind of, like, what people think of you. So think of you, but then also like you have to kind of grow from first impressions also sometimes oh, too. Like the first time that I met you, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, she's so like funny. Mm -hmm. And like I could really hang out with her because of your personality. Right. But that was like my 18 year old mentality. Right. Like, oh she's fun. I could have a good time with her. Yeah. And now um, when I, t I speak with you or we conversate or 
you know, we have these creative ideas in our heads about things that, you know, is going on in our lives. Right. It's on a whole different type of, like, mentality base completely. Right. Like, a whole entire full circle. Yeah. So, from when you had met somebody, when you originally had started real estate, mm-hmm. right? Oh, 100%. And you didn't really know, like, the whole, you didn't know all the ropes, you didn't know the ins and outs, you were learning. Correct. And somebody first meeting you to where now you can walk into, like, a meeting and people are like, good morning, April. And, like, yeah. they know what they're about to expect from you because of that growth in between. Right. And that's the same thing with, like, really anything, not even, like, just business. Absolutely. Like, personal as mm-hmm. well. I mean, like, what, we were 18 crazy, like, out here just walling out and personally for like my own in like opinion on this yeah I I believe that that process right there like that in between process yeah of going from I don't know what I'm doing to learning and getting like a whole different kind of like uh, perception about the type of environment the knowledge that you're gaining all of those kind of things that you're learning in the field that you're in that process right there is like the fun part to me yeah and I don't think people should be like afraid of that I agree with you because I mean I think I've talked to you about this before but like hurdles Mm -hmm. that people go through and like that's the whole point of like this podcast is like really like honing in on like the hurdles and like the success and you know kind of that in between from start to quote-unquote finish because you never finish growing but there's like hurdles I mean like in your to the next goal yeah process to the next goal yeah and I mean like in your like field but like in your life in general like what are some of the hurdles that you've experienced I mean we've talked about like what I went through but some of the things like in my personal life like with being a mother or well I guess kind of both because I feel like it goes hand in hand yeah because a lot of people don't understand like whatever's happening in your personal life as a woman like carries into your career like like I said before, like you spill a cup of coffee on yourself mm-hmm. and it ruins your whole day. Mm-hmm. You know, like my stylist literally like before I got my hair done, she's like, I have tomato all over me. She's like, I'm so done with today. Right. Or in my situation, it would be like in my personal life dealing with the relationship with my kid's father. Mm-hmm. Like that situation in itself, I literally could write an entire book about and I can implement it into my business, but it's from my personal life right so yeah I think it does go hand in hand right and and that's in in any kind of field like even for example like a hairstylist yeah like if you think about like if a hairstylist who owns her own salon and stuff has her girlfriends and they go out to say a different state for I don't know like a girl's weekend and while they're there they see like different styles and different things that are like coming new to um, the, the time, right? Like, different things that are being implemented with hair. And then they come back and they're like, oh, I, I saw this and I saw this. And like, they try it and they implement it. So it went from like personal to being able to implement it into business. And I don't know if, if men do that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it really depends on the man. I don't know. There's, like, I say this all the time, and, like, I don't want to, like, dish on men, because I'm not, like, out here being, like, 
oh, women empowerment, right. like men suck, whatever. No. I mean, some of them do, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but like, at the end of the day, like, we, we learned this in high school. I don't know if like your school taught it, but I know mine did. And they always said that women had like a spaghetti brain. Mm-hmm. Like the sauce is everywhere, regardless. And men have like waffle brains right. where they can compartmentalize everything. And I've seen it where they're like, they kind of like take this like mental box and they leave it at the door, right? Mm-hmm. When they go into the office. And then when they leave the office, like, they can pick it up. Sometimes they just leave it at the door and never return. I don't know. But, like, for me, I'm, like, okay, like, I went through a breakup. Like, my whole day is ruined because I just found out, like, this guy was seeing other, like, four other girls. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it kind of ruins, like, that whole, like, thought process. And that's why I always say that, like, affirmations are so important Mm -hmm. because whatever happened, like, the day before, you're always, like, you know what? It's a new day. Like, I'm going to crush today. Like, yeah. I mean, that's been my whole thing. But, I mean, back to hurdles, like, yes, they're going to kind of intertwine with our careers and just, but I feel like a lot of us, you, some people utilize that as, okay, like, we said earlier, like, okay, watch me, right, watch me succeed, like, I don't care about, just watch, yes, and you're a very, um, what's the word, you're very, um, like, competitive, is the word, like, you're very competitive, but not with other people, like, you're not, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, like, beat her, I'm gonna beat him, I'm gonna do better with yeah. him, I'm gonna do better with her, you're competitive, almost, like, you're challenging yourself, yeah, like, you definitely are, like, okay, I, I did this, now let me do this, and it's almost, like, you're setting a new challenge, so you can beat what you've already done, yeah, and it kind of definitely is your motivational factor, yeah, definitely, well, so I want, I don't know if you like watch a lot of like quotes or like listen to like speeches and stuff, but a while back, I remember Will Smith actually said something that like really stuck out to me. And it was like a matter of like, I have a goal, but after that goal, I have a new goal. Yes. He's like, I don't just accomplish the goal and I'm done. He was like, okay, like, I have a thought, like, I'm just using this as an example. I'm sure he didn't say this. I have a thousand followers or I want to get a thousand followers. No, you get a thousand followers. And he is like, well, okay, now I have it. I have to up that. Now let's get 10,000. Let's get a hundred thousand. So it's a matter of like, you're always chasing a goal. You never stop and reach a goal, but you want to go ahead and move forward past that. I mean, and it's a growth thing, too, like I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, okay, well, the things that you had to implement to get a 1,000 followers, Yeah. now it's almost like you have to triple that mm-hmm. and work triple harder yeah. to get 10,000 followers. And that's a challenge, challenging yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and back to discipline. Like, you definitely totally. have to have that discipline to be able to drive yourself like it's 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 very it's like crucial to be able to get to like the next 
It is. And I feel like nobody talks about it enough mm -hmm. because when you have discipline and stuff like this, like you have to have motivation in order to be disciplined, right? Like to get out of bed in the morning. I think we like briefly talked about this before we got on. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated and disciplined and like trying to strive forward when inside your mentality and inside your body you just don't even want to get up like how do you yeah how do you do both yeah well like, I'll tell you and I don't know if you ever experienced this so when I there I had a, like a portion in my real estate career where I was like depressed and I was like I don't really care right. and I told you this before like I just like wanted to go and have fun and kind of do that like quote unquote escape mm -hmm. but like at the end of the day, like, had to, you had to have that self-reflection of, like, how can I, you know, just like you said, like, how do I do this? How do you get out of it? Yeah, and I mean, honestly, for me, like, I'm a very, like, let me read a quote, like, let me get inspired by this person or that person. So I always go to what got me into the business. And I remember listening to Steve Harvey's jump on YouTube. And I, anytime I like get into a funk, I listen to that. I literally listen to it on like max volume because that's what inspired me originally to actually get into real estate full force back in like 2017. Right. And a lot of people don't understand, like everybody has like different ways of coping, but they also have like those ways of being like, okay, what's going to get me on my funk? And like what was really, really important that I picked up from what you just said is the self-reflecting. Mm -hmm. Some people do not do self-reflecting. And I don't even know if it's that they just don't do it. Some people don't know how to do it. Yeah. Some people definitely do not know how to like sit down and self-reflect because they were never taught to deal yeah. with or confront, not deal with, but confront those things. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of like where like you're field is so important or not even that just having like a friend there yeah but and I mean that kind of goes along with like surround yourself with like-minded people Absolutely. because even if you're having a bad day reach out to your friend like look I'm having a trash mental day mm -hmm. like this is what's going on and even if it's a friend it's like dude I got your back like you're gonna you know what I mean like your friend telling you your affirmations it's just always having that person there and that's like super important in being a life coach I think yeah, and I think also that um, the life coach field is very important. Yeah. Um, it should definitely be more higher, higher ranked. I um, agree. But I also think that with all of these different points that we're touching on, mm -hmm. all of those things implement in whatever you're doing in life. Oh, so yeah. for you, you're a real estate agent. Like, you can't you're dealing with different clients all day long. Oh, yeah. You're on the phone. You're on emails. You're in person. Yeah. You're on video, like face-to-face. -face. You're in meetings with multiple people. You're, you know, you're constantly doing those kind of things. So if you mentally are, like, feeling like, uh, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. Because you don't, you know, know how to, like, get out of that inside yeah. your head, then all of the other stuff that is, coming out in your life isn't going to be tip top right a hundred percent and that's why we say like you want to start with like that positive mindset every day yeah because it sets the tone yeah for your day 
Now, it's not to say we're you like make like push those feelings and and yeah. don't and don't um don't deal with deal them. with them yeah. or you know talk through them or work through them. That's not at all because you obviously want to address it so it doesn't fester. Right. But it's definitely in a in a positive one of the a healthy habit if you will yeah oh 100 percent to implement you know waking up in the morning speaking positively to yourself writing yeah. out your daily to-do list right positive things that are definitely going to get you move forward even if it's like one or two small things that are going to benefit you to make your next day easier yeah oh 100 percent with all of that um so I know you had mentioned creating a book, but you actually are writing a book. Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. So what is your book actually about? My book that I'm writing right now is about um, the things that you, it's basically like red flags that you see when you're dating somebody. I think I need to get your book because I don't think I see the color red very well. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and it's like very, um, it's like very, I don't know. I think as women, we kind of want to have like this image in our head. Like, and we push things aside and we're like, oh, that's not that bad. Oh, it's not that bad. And then in the end, it's like, that's the same thing. This is the same thing that like I should have addressed. Yeah, the first two months we were dating, the first two months we were dating, like I should have addressed it. And I've let it go so far that now it's become this entire huge problem between the both of us. Yeah. And I think that I don't, I I think that women sometimes are very nurturing, which is not a bad thing. I agree. Sometimes it can be a curse and a blessing. I think. Don't I know it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that um, some women can definitely um be um like oblivious and I don't mean to say that in like a mean way I just mean to say it as in they're so like they're so interested in oh I'm talking to somebody new and I'm all giddy and I'm this and I'm that and they're in like this fluffy stage that they're not kind of paying attention to what the actual person is saying or... So would you call that, like, rose-colored glass, like, wearing rose-colored glasses, basically? Like, in your head, you're like, oh, I'm talking to somebody new. This is exciting. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other person across from you at dinner is like, yeah, I wasn't really much on, um, you know, growing up with kids. I was, like, an only child, so it doesn't really... I'm not really worried about having kids. Yeah. And in your head, you're like, oh, my God, I'm at, like, a fancy dinner, and, like, he held my door open, and you don't even, like, connect Acknowledge. it. Acknowledge, yeah. Until that entire, like, little fluffy, like, giddy stage is over, and yeah. then you're like, I just wasted so much time, and, like, he told me already. Yeah. And I think that those things, and it's it's not to say that that's not okay, It's just sometimes we miss it, and I don't think that we even understand on a conscious level. So that's kind of what my book is about, going into those different, like, red flags that you would see. So when when does it come out? Are we still kind of, like, in the planning process? Where are we with this? Because I want the book, like, tomorrow. (laughs) So the book is almost finished, and then it goes for publishing. 
So as soon as it goes for publishing, I will have a set date for when it's going to be officially on the market. Okay. Well, Boss Babes followers, when this comes out, everybody better buy her book. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's of course. Sweet. Of course. So I know we're like wrapping up here, but like, I always like to talk about the future and like what our goals are, regardless if it's like an hour from now, what my goal is, which is probably going to get another glass of this uh, lovely sangria that we <laughs> made. Um, but also with that being said, like I, like realistically, like what is the goal when you're in business? And I mean, obviously I think we talked about this the other night on the phone, like literally not asking permission to go on vacation. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the, like, I cannot even stress that enough. I know. I, and I probably sounded like a complete, like spoiled, I don't know what, what the older generation would call it, but I just don't believe in that. I don't believe that yeah. I should have to ask. Like, yeah, I, I could see if I work for a company and, you know, I went to the company and I said, hey, I have a vacation coming up. And, you know, you do get PTO, pay time off. Right. You do get certain vacation leaves with certain companies. But for the, I would say, for, like, retailers, like, small minimum wage people people who are making minimum wage like they don't get those kind of benefits yeah so if they're saying like okay I want to take off and the boss is like you can't take off like I'm not asking permission to take a vacation like I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna say hey like this is my vacation time this is when my family scheduled my time yeah for us to go and enjoy you know whatever they have planned right I don't think that you should have to ask or get it approved I think that it should be one of those things where it's like hey um you know this is a sacred time for me to have with my family yeah, I think a lot of people don't talk about that enough is like your mental health. And I, I, I'm sure we've repeated this multiple times today and even last episode, but like when it comes down to it, like your vacation is your mental reset. And I read something and the lady or the quote really was like, I went to my boss and asked her for a day off because I was having, like, I don't know if it was like a trash mental week or she was something with her kids or something, but I read this thing and she basically was saying that like the boss was like, I don't care what you do or when you need off as long as you get your job done. And I trust the fact that you've gotten your job done right. by the time you leave or before you. And I think that all comes down to integrity of doing the work mm-hmm. because I can get like a whole 40 hours week work week done when I worked um, for the last company. I got 40 hours worth of work done in like three days, Mm -hmm. which what is that like 24 hours or something like that. And it's like a lot of people don't understand like what you think is a heavy workload for 40 hours could be like a very light work week for me. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it also comes into Um, back to like the integrity thing that also comes into there's a very 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 thick line when it comes to the distinguishing of a leader yeah and a boss 
I agree. Like, 100%. Right. A leader isn't going to be like, this needs to be done now, and this is your time frame. A leader is going to say, okay, well, you have something to do. How can I help you yep. get this job done in a timely manner? Do you need some assistance? Should I pull somebody else? Like, yeah. do we need a team? Let's get this done. Like, not just isolate you into feeling like it's all your responsibility when you're doing the good for the company. Yeah. Like you're working for the company to be better, but yet your boss is isolating you. Yeah. So it's a lot. It really is a lot. But you know, um, I honestly, like when it comes down to goals and those futures and being able to do whatever you want to do, I mean, I want to be on vacation almost every day. <laughs> like create a life that you don't even need a vacation. From. Yes. And Absolutely. I'm going to end on that note because I love that mentality. Yes. So cheers to everybody today. I hope that everybody has a wonderful hump day. Thank you, Carissa, so much for being here. You're and welcome. as soon as her book comes out, I will literally tell everybody about it. So, Thank you so much. Of course, of course. We'll do the damn thing today, boss babes, and we will see you next week.